Welcome to the fifth episode of the Vegan Fitness Podcast by Fritzness. And today is a very special episode because we got a good friend in the house, a friend of mine who is a fellow vegan bodybuilder, hustler and YouTuber and Instagrammer. And we got to know each other in Berlin. And yeah, he's Ferdinand, aka Vegan Strength. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. I'm your first guest, right? So yeah, that's true. my it's my honor. <laughs> and yeah, let's get rolling. Let's get rolling. I just quickly want to tell a story how I actually met you because it's funny. I went to a meetup in Berlin of vegan Instagrammers uh, from all over Germany, and I met a lot of awesome people. And there, I also met Yoli, and she's very outgoing. She's very awesome, positive vibes and stuff. And she was like, ah, you do vegan bodybuilding? I was like, yeah, I, I'm six months vegan now and I make some good plant-based gains. And she was like, hmm, I know someone who's bigger than you. And I was like, fuck, you serious? <laughs> I'm jealous because um, he, he was really big. I, I checked out his Instagram and I was like, okay, he's huge. We have to connect because it's always important to find like-minded people. And so we connected, we went training, we, we talked a lot, we had shared experiences, we shared our um, knowledge, and now he's here. Thank you again for coming, because um, your knowledge is very, very nice, and we want to share it with everyone, of course. Yeah, and little disclaimer, I'm not bigger than him, he's definitely bigger and I was taller, and it's Instagram, Instagram is not good for making measurements, <laughs> because you can manipulate so much with the angle and with post-production it's That's much true. better to see or does he has youtube and watch youtube videos because there you can't really manipulate so much if you true. see him full body so yeah don't go for instagram to compare yourself because i can make a transformation right now with two pictures on one i look fat <laughs> ugly and skinny and on the other i look yeah exactly. like i'm on anabolic steroids but yeah Instagram has like two sides. The one side is like what you said right now, the before and after, the angles, the lightning. But the second part is awesome because I just met you because of the Instagram. Yeah, yeah no, like there was no hate on, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. but just not to compare yourself with other True. people and um, think that's their reality. Because of course, you show your best version on Instagram you, because no one wants to see the, those bad times and when you look True. bad and when you're that, that's no one wants to see that and people should know that that they're showing their best version and everyone has their ups and downs and that is not their actual life because i thought it at one point oh their life is amazing yes. and i met them and i see oh no it's not that it's just they show the best part and that's normal but you should know that they only show their bright side yeah that's that's very important to know and i definitely agree and yeah just like quick bio about you like where you come from Like, how long have you been vegan for? How long have you been training for? And yeah, just a quick bio that everyone knows uh, yeah, what sure, you're about, sure. basically. So I come from, I, I'm born in Munich. And when I was 18, I moved here to Berlin. So I live here now over five years. And I love it. It's my new home. My entire friends are now here. And I uh, graduated here school. And now I study here. Um, agriculture hortical agriculture <laughs> or so I, yes. i don't know what it is in english but it's yeah, it's about plants and um besides the um besides studying i came across veganism and through youtubers and yeah i liked the idea and i just was curious and i tried it for one month and i felt amazing and of course if you're trying something you inform yourself and after i inform, informed myself and found out all the ethical benefits or the ethical what's going on and the environmental benefits and the health benefits, there was no going back for me. And why should I? I felt great. I had a very bad acne before and mm -hmm. they yeah, almost got away completely. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it was definitely the dairy. And um, like one, one quick question, like, Did you eat a lot of dairy before, like yeah, yeah. the chicken? I the, did the, the, the complete all the stuff. pro science bodybuilding yeah. schema. Oh, I want to, I want to build muscle, uh, men's health, and the Flex <laughs> magazine, and okay, lots of animal protein, lots of animal products, yes. and high volume, and only one muscle part per day. And the result was I, I got skinny fat. I, I mean, I gained weight, but mm. only fat. My skin got so bad and i was so frustrated because i thought i'm doing everything right yes. but yeah people just made money out of me and i'm so glad that i have the internet used it right found some good sources and now my bullshit meter is super sharp <laughs> and yeah nice. I, i know what's up and yes yeah, awesome. that's that's me i had a great transformation my 
my life completely changed through veganism. That was like my, awesome. my, my, yeah, my beginner, beginner truck to a nice way okay. that I, um, ask what is behind more things and, uh, got really more conscious and really became the person I want to be and the person I liked. And, um, yeah, it was, it's just a great journey I'm, I'm on now. I'm reaching lots of people like you on social media and um, spreading awareness. And yeah, he's, he's going crazy on Instagram right now. With not like graphics. you, but, <laughs> almost, yeah, but that's, that's my passion too. Because I had such a wonderful transformation and so many eye-opener what's going on in the world. And I'm sharing this, this consciousness that people be more conscious about what they're buying, what is behind stuff. And, um, yeah, the feedback is great. And I love it to, to reach people and to stop factory farming yeah that's my goal yeah that's crazy like instagram the vegan culture on instagram is crazy right now all the food bloggers all the infographic guys and just the bodybuilders it's awesome that the message gets spread so wide i mean we reach so many people it's crazy to me i mean yeah, you can like 100,000 impressions or something like yeah that, that's, how is that's only a number you think oh wow that's so a lot but you cannot imagine how much it is our, exactly. our brain isn't structured for that that if you would imagine standing in a on a on a space somewhere and hundred thousand people are around you that's overwhelming but there it's just a number like now we're talking maybe to a few hundred people and exactly. if they were standing here we it's would crazy. be we would be then now i'm so relaxed yeah. because we're only talking to a microphone our brain is, isn't wired for that but i'm trying to imagine that because i'm so grateful that we reach so many people with this positive message and yeah yeah it's just the vegan way just the plant-based lifestyle yeah, but also everyone lives in his own bubble we because yeah. we surround ourselves with that other people they don't know anything about the vegan movement and think it's very True. small because everyone has a disturbed um perception yeah, on, on reality yeah. so uh, but yeah it's it's growing fast and i mean i'm vegan now for over four years and i really got to see the change and uh, it's, awesome. it's so so nice what's happening in the world Yeah, what's also pretty interesting that um, I saw or you told me, like you do didn't only change your food, your food lifestyle and your training, but you also like changed other lifestyle aspects, like for example, sleeping on the bed and stuff, just uh, sleeping on the bed, of course, <laughs> sleep on the bed, but on the, on the floor basically. And are there any, any other lifestyle changes that you experienced after going vegan? Like, have you got more conscious about... I don't know, clothes or about other stuff more in general, also maybe like mindset or mood of other people. Just, yeah, just yeah, tell yeah, me, like, yeah. have you learned other stuff that you wouldn't have thought? Yeah, about? because after I questioned what I eat and I found out, wow, this industry, factory farming, is manipulating people, don't show the truth, don't show what's going on in slaughterhouses. And wow, I never knew anything of that. But I, I took my own journey, looked in the internet, so I thought, okay, if they're hiding this from me, what else do yeah society hide? True. And I questioned everything. I questioned when I buy something, where's the money going towards and what do I support? And um, yeah, now it goes also with clothes, it goes with, uh, with everything I buy. And I, I just became much more conscious of, of, of myself and of my actions and what I'm doing and that... Uh, I, I only went to the gym and now I work out and then I completely lost this connection to my body. Like, what what am I what am yeah. I doing now? What posture I am in? And uh, uh, my my goal is to thrive because now we 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 have this privilege that we don't only have to survive but we can thrive. And thriving feels so good because the most important thing to me is how I feel every second. And I want to feel great. I don't want to have a headache. I don't want to have depressions. I don't want to be tired all the time. I want to feel great comfortable in my body and so I became so much more aware not only in the gym but also outside in the gym by reading lots of books like How to Move Your DNA by Katie Booman Booman Bowman <laughs> um, and she she says like your body is like clay and mm -hmm. it forms the clay forms like what you expose yourself 24 hours when you're sitting eight hours at a desk your body forms that way and mm -hmm. the result is you get Uh, achy back and your hip hurt and you get a headache and so on so I, I i i have this awareness of my body and try to be aware every moment is this a good posture and i know i have a big repertoire of postures that are that are good for me and i'd be in them yeah every day like the, the deep squats walk every day five to ten thousand steps even more nice. stand do active resting like cycling lay down. all day basically Just cycling don't take a, throughout a whole balloon basically yeah it's, uh, it's my transportation and um, yeah. 
And like sleeping, how can I improve my sleep? And oh, if you're sleeping on a hard surface, you're, uh, um, it's much better for, for it's like, like a foam roller. Your, mm -hmm. your tissues really get uh, massaged and you, you, you uh, move more during night. And I feel, I, I wake up so energized. And when I was sleeping in bed and was so crunched in and I, I didn't, I, I needed more rest when I woke up. And now I feel energized and I try total human optimization and um, crazy, yeah. yeah not everyone in this world has this privilege many people need to survive but i have this privilege so i use it why when i live in in berlin when i have this privilege why should i be tired why should i have depression so there's exactly. no need for it so i love this feeling and i also love to spread it because it feels so good if you help other people because i remember myself five years ago i didn't like myself i i didn't know what to do with myself in this society where we can do literally everything you're confused should i do this should i do this And when you don't find your passion, then you get depressed. You don't know what to do. So I found my passions and I help now people finding their passions. And yeah, that, that just feels so good. And that was yeah all through, through veganism yeah, awesome. and um, everything changed since then. And I love the way that I'm on now and it continuously gets better. Because when you find your direction and you go long in that direction, it gets better and better and better and better. And so find your way, and what I mean with way is your passion, find what excites you, and when you find what excites you and keep going in this direction, your environment will change, everything will change, and you'll find your true self, and the longer you're on the ride, the better it gets. <laughs> yeah, like, veganism is an awesome ride, I also experienced that because I went vegan like 10 months ago, and before that I didn't really do any Instagram, or I didn't really have a passion, I just lived, I just went to university, and I didn't really enjoy it, and after going vegan... And starting my journey on, on the social media, I felt like I really changed my mind and I was more open to other things like mindfulness, meditation, like philosophy in general and just like just interested in bettering myself. I mean, before that, I was like, okay, I have to study, I have to get this job, I have to buy a house and stuff, all the stuff, you know it. Yeah. But um, yeah, just veganism was the gateway, I think. And that's awesome. So yeah, and another question I wanted to ask you. Um, you went vegan like four years ago, you said, yeah. and you also started your muscle building journey and training and exercising. Like, did you have any struggles while building vegan muscle? Like, oh no, I don't get enough protein or the carbs, uh, too much carbs, I get too fat. Like, did you have any of these um, struggles and what did you do to overcome them or mm -hmm. what have you learned over the journey basically? Yeah, that's a good question. Fortunately, I didn't have any tr struggles because I started originally veganism because I wanted to build muscle. I followed lots of YouTubers. They were into the fitness scene and they were also vegan, like a big influence back in the day was Carl S. He's a German yes, YouTuber. Yeah. And he convinced me that, yeah, with a better pH level and you re regenerate faster and the so high protein is a scam, you don't need as much. And... All this made me thought and that's originally why I went vegan. I wanted to build muscle more optimally. So I didn't have these concerns. Of course, they showed up on the way. I, I thought, oh, do I, isn't meat necessary? Do yeah. I get all the proteins? But the good thing when you have these questions or when you have any question, there's always an answer out because otherwise you couldn't form this question. So we're lucky to have the internet and Yeah, if you use it wisely and don't fall into bullshit so quickly, you can find truths and debunk all the myths. And yeah, soon I did this and I was so confident because I found so many doctors they're spreading veganism and they yes. show all the science behind it. And so I felt more encouraged and more encouraged. Of course, some, especially at the beginning, I, I doubted myself, but I, I took it yeah, to, my, to my own and really researched and listened to the Ritual podcast watch all the time YouTube videos, uh, even looked into the studies and so on. And then I got more and more confidence. And now I'm so convinced and sure that the whole food plant-based diet is the optimal to thrive as a human being. And so I have no doubts whatsoever anymore. But yeah, I can feel people because it's a struggle at the beginning, especially yes, because yes. you have your old environment. You have your old friends, your family, and they're, they're often repulsive for the change you're you're doing and they say no and came with all myth like and if you don't know at the beginning you come you become very unsure and uncertain yes. and if you get through this point because i was at a point where my mom said hey no you need me and my brother he studies um medicine and he also yeah you blah blah oh, blah yeah. and i was and now he's also almost plant-based and yeah. he really digs it and sees yeah sees the studies 
but that was a hard time for me but i i yeah that's why i, I asked people when you start going vegan don't only listen to your head but also listen to your heart and as you said you, you started to care more about consciousness and stuff because i think and i feel that inside you something's happened because you're not exposed to all this cruelty anymore exactly. and you feel yeah you, you get a better connection from head to heart and i just followed my heart i I dig the people so much, like Rich Roll at the time, his podcast. I, yeah, this is true. This makes sense for me, and I stick to it. And follow so many. You don't don't listen to your friends what they're saying. They ain't no shit. They that's that's big myth. Go to YouTube, go on 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 podcast, read article by legit person like Dr. Michael Greger, Neil Banar, Alan Goldhammer, all these doctors, and um, yeah, consume that stuff a lot and. You feel, and then you can also argue against all these myths. Now, when anyone comes up with me with anything, I have heard it already, and I, I can give him a good answer, and I, I don't freak out or get angry because I know I can, I can, yeah, I have a good answer for him. So, but that's, yeah, that's what's so awesome. I mean, we love food so much, and we connect with our vegan or plant-based food so much that we inform ourselves like every single day. Like I came to your apartment right now with, at his apartment. And he showed me like, yeah, I'm eating this algae with calcium and like all the superfoods that I never, I mean, I heard of them, but I, I don't use them myself. And I was like, damn, I can really like improve my, my, my nutrition even more, basically. And that's what, what's so awesome. We have so many doctors that are telling us how it's done and uh, why it's better. And yeah, that's just... And like the, the science, the big evidence bound of science is on our side. It all shows that a plant-based whole food diet is the optimum. And the biggest study ever done on human health by uh, Bill Clinton Foundation, the Global Burden of Disease Study, shows that a plant-based diet can cure and prevent all these diseases. So we, we have the science on our side. What, what else is there? All the, the low-carb evangelists and the keto evangelists there... In the in the medical literature, they're they're pseudoscience. They they don't yes. get taken seriously because they don't look into the science, right? But for the normal person, they can form an interesting sentence, and that sounds yeah, that sounds uh, if it's true. Yeah. And uh, but in the the, the 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 scientific bound of evidence is, is on our side. That's why when vegans, these doctors are not pet loving animal lovers. They're they looked into the science. Oh exactly. wow, that's that's the optimum for our health, and yes. that's why they promote it. And so, don't believe me. Don't believe Fritz. Look into the science, <laughs> what they say, and exactly. that's the best way to go. I'm not interested in opinions anymore. I'm based what does the 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 science says, and that's as a whole food plant based diet. And also, what like what do doctors get from telling us that we we should eat plants to be healthy? Yeah. I mean, they don't sell any pills when telling us to go vegan I mean okay B12 but I don't know if they're affiliated yeah, that's, that's <laughs> why yeah read How Not to Die because there Michael Craig really exactly. good explains that our system is completely structured in a wrong way that doctors get profit when they sell you yeah pharmacy when they sell you medicine and our average um, meeting with the doctors is only seconds and oh exactly, okay that's yeah. that's uh, his, uh, And, and then they per, uh, give you medicine and that's how they make money. It should be making people healthy. Then you get money. That would be a perfect switch, but that's why I am. Yeah, it's just, it's just such a big topic and we just want to let everyone know basically because it's so important. And yeah, just one question I also wanted to ask is like, okay, you told me about struggles. You didn't have really have any struggles like when going vegan and building muscle in the beginning. So how have you optimized your nutrition right now? Like... What are you eating every day? What are you making sure you're eating every day? How do you hit your protein? Like maybe just walk me through a whole day, a full day of eating maybe. Yeah. And like what are your staples um, mm -hmm. to gain muscle basically? Yeah. Um, so it got more easy than at the beginning because at the beginning I was trying some ex extremes like only raw, only this. And uh, now I'm going back to the roots and I eat a whole variety of these six groups fruits vegetables mm -hmm. legumes whole grains nuts and seeds i make sure i eat them every day and i eat about three to four times per day and mm -hmm. maybe some snacks as fruits or so do you do it just 
just because you like it or are you like okay three meals four meals I have to hit that or do you do because like intermittent fasting sometimes yeah. or because it works perfectly for me okay. I do intermittent fasting I, I fast between 12 to 16 hours mm -hmm. not because there's a big benefit just because I like the feeling I love to go stand up go to the gym on an empty stomach and when I go out of the gym I feel I feel so great I didn't have eaten anything yet and I already trained and that feels so great because when we're fasting we get into the state like it's ingrained in us that when we are getting hungry we are so much more alert our brain function gets so better because we could die we need to focus exactly. now that we get food so i can really hustle hard at this <laughs> time so i go in the gym i hustle for one or two hours and then i break my fast and i already got so much done and if i would eat before then yeah oh i don't need to yeah, much now I, i get lazy a bit yeah so um Also, like one quick uh, little thing about imminent fasting is basically just a tool, like you said, for productivity, for feeling good, for yeah. maybe uh, if you're on a caloric deficit and you're like, ah, six more small meats a day, I can't do that. Just do imminent fasting and you can eat bigger meals later in the day. And it's no magic uh, fat loss tool, like no. studies show that. I mean, a lot of people promote it like that, but it's not that way. It's I mean, practice it if you want to be pr productive and if you like it, but yeah, yeah it's no... And it's it's just a tool and see if it works for, for you or not. Some people, they leave the house and they are away for five hours or so and they should breakfast before that. But in my routine, it works perfectly. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, when I would eat all the time, then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm having food all the time in my head. I, I think, should I get a snack now? Should I eat something? And when I know, now I go to the gym now on an empty stomach, then I never have the thought of food in my head. And I have exactly. more headspace for something else. So that, that really good, that works for me very good. And then I break my fast with a meal and it, it depends what, what I'm feeling. Mostly first fruits. I love breaking my fast with fruits to get mm -hmm. very hydrated. Love watermelon right now. I eat uh, yeah. half of watermelon and then either I make a smoothie with fruits, dark leafy vegetables and other vegetables and some seeds and a scoop of protein powder for nice flavor and extra protein. And um, or I make a porridge, or I make a muesli, or I make a fruit plate, or uh, I make breads with something. What I feel like, and then maybe a little snack, and then I'm I'm good for for the next four hours or so, and then I can really focus on my work. Yes. And then in the midday or early early in, in the afternoon or mid evening, I mm -hmm. I get really hungry, and then I make a huge bowl of uh, legumes, <laughs> whole grains, like whole grains are like uh, rice, potatoes, um, pasta, whatever mm -hmm. I feel like with um, legumes like chickpeas, like lentils, like beans and uh, I, make a, um, I make a pan with um, all kinds of vegetables, mm -hmm. I use um, garlic, onion, I steam my vegetables, I usually yes. don't consume oil yes. and then broccoli and I make a nice sauce with mustard and tomato sauce, good condiments put everything together, some seeds over it, some herbs over it, some, I don't know, I make it, it's, it's, it gets just a huge bowl and I eat until I'm satisfied and often I can't even complete it and then I hustle even more and in the evening then I um, usually eat the rest and then I um, adjust my micro, uh, my macro, my macronutrients for the, for the day so I, I had track now, I tracked mm -hmm. for a long time with the app But now I know how much calories and macros I'm hitting. Mm -hmm. and, the, and I eat through the day what I want. And in the evening, like, okay, I was very low fat today. I, I, and then I eat a muesli, for example. And I put more nuts and seeds to it. Yes. Maybe a bit nut butter. Maybe I make a chocolate mousse with avocado. And, um, or if I have eaten lots of fats, then I keep it more low fat. And so I adjust my macros so that I hit about, about 4,000 calories. Mm -hmm. um, about... Um, Uh, 0.7 to 1 gram fat per kilogram body weight um, 1.5 gram per kilogram body weight um, protein and the rest is carbs that's maybe a bit complicated over um, over a podcast yeah. but uh, yeah you can go backwards and listen to it again and yeah I do this in my head in the evening like mostly a muesli or uh, make a dessert smoothie I love them yeah. recently Also love to make all day. <laughs> yeah, I uh, also love to make uh, my own popcorn, just ah, nice. just with yeah. corn and flavor it, Perfect. and um, 
Depends. Sweet potatoes in the oven with some cashew mousse. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and like, what's your opinion on food combining? Like, do you think you have to combine uh, beans and rice, for example, to get a full amino acid profile? Mm -hmm. Or like, do yeah. you combine your foods like that? Or what's your opinion on on this? Uh, Years topic? ago, I was because so it's a big a big topic. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, hey, um, it's a myth. Uh, but yeah, what's your opinion? Years ago, I was very into pseudoscience and I believe that you, you're not allowed to combine food I, I eat everything by itself really? it was so boring and <laughs> you have to eat in the right order first the fruit then the veggies then this and this oh, really? yeah and, and then I found out oh there's no study whatsoever that shows yeah. that this is and even it's, it's, it's counterproductive because for example if you mix some fats with some leafy greens then you can absorb them so much better if you mix our, um, some citrus fruits like uh, lemon with some iron like in, in beans, then you absorb them up to five exactly. times better. So, um, yeah, I combine my food and, um, no, we have in our body what's called an amino acid pool where we store amino acids and it, when we get others, then our body goes back to the pool and builds exactly the proteins that we need. So we always have the storage in our body and it, I don't know when it's depleted, but I think not before two days or so, or even longer, I think. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have to combine foods, but it makes sense. And no one eats just one thing. No, <laughs> eat only lentils. You always say, oh yeah, lentils and rice and broccoli and a good sauce. And then you have this perfect combination. Exactly. And I always combine my food because I love the way it tastes. And yeah, it would be too boring for me. And I also get so all the benefits. I get the benefits of peas. I get the benefits of beans. I get the benefits of broccoli. And the combination just tastes freaking delicious. So... Um, Combining food makes total sense, is health-promoting and it has lots of benefits and it's common sense. Most people make it anyway because yes. it tastes better. And even if you're just combining two things, that's totally enough. Just rice and beans or beans and corn and you get a full amino acid profile, what is perfect. But mostly you add some tomato sauce, some herbs and then you're all good. Exactly, man. It's also crazy because we as vegan bodybuilders, we eat lots of legumes and beans And Dr. Mike Greger always talks about and mentions studies that show that populations that eat lots, lots of legumes, like live longer or have a lower risk for any disease. I don't know the exact disease. What was it? 50%? You told me. Uh, different diseases like diabetes, type 2, uh, um, no, heart disease, atherosclerosis. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like, that's just crazy. I mean, like, we eat so many legumes, and we we are striving, we are thriving on this vegan diet. And yeah. um, for example, yeah. the Okanayan that was the uh, second longest uh, living population, not anymore because now they have Kentucky Fried Chicken and uh, their cholesterol skyrocketed, <laughs> their sodium skyrocketed, their saturated fat skyrocketed, and uh, the fiber yeah disappeared. But back in the day when they didn't have Kentucky Fried Chicken. Their diet was like an all um, blue zones. Blue zones are the places mm -hmm. on the world where people live the longest and they studied them. Yes. And they called it blue zones because they draw a blue circle around the zones. That's why they call blue zones. And the Okanayan were the second longest living population. And they were almost whole food blend based. They eat less than 1% meat, less than 1% dairy, less than 1% fish. And the most of the calories were actually coming from sweet potatoes Damn. <laughs> they are also super healthy sweet potatoes and potatoes as well and um, um, uh, the, what are they what called what you search for <laughs> lila uh, uh, yeah. purple? purple 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 sweet potatoes are actually the healthiest one you can eat you can find nice. them in the Asian store I mean the color already tells the story right it's yeah. purple so we have to eat it basically and um, yeah the nature is telling us like purple okay take this and eat it <laughs> through this uh, diet through lots of These whole foods, they live over 100 years, it's lots crazy. of them. And it's this combination of a whole food plant-based diet, little stress, moderate activity. They're, they don't go to the gym and now I work out and then I sit yeah. on the chair for eight hours. They have their task like, oh, I have a garden and I garden my day five, six hours a day and I do real labor and I move my body and that's the healthiest thing you can do. Go for a walk, go on nature, put your hands in the soil That is the perfect movement and that keeps them so healthy. It's not so good to go one hour crossfit hard and then sit all day. 
that's yeah that's not that's, true. that's not for I mean, it's, better, it's better than not doing anything of course yeah even but studies show that it doesn't uh, counterproduct the effect of sitting eight hours at anything to go one hour in the gym but yeah it's better for for other things uh, but uh, this combination and they have they have a purpose they have a community they have exactly. a family and uh, they're ha they're the happiest they have little to non depression and this combination that's what they make them so so healthy being in nature so long all day pro almost and yeah yeah it's also a big part like the social the social aspect of it because um, yeah just connecting with people talking with people it just makes you happy basically and um, yeah, that's that's what we're built for we're built for that's what we live our most lifespan as human beings in a tribe in a community and only these recent years we're getting into huge cities and everything becomes so anonymous and that makes people yeah that's not what we're used to and it's not healthy so that's why i love to live when i came to berlin i lived in this apartment by myself and i was miserable And now we live here, four awesome vegan people yes. and a vegan dog. <laughs> and I love the surrounding. I love the vibes that I'm getting. And I never feel lonely since I live here with my roommates because I always got this like-minded people interactions. And even if I wouldn't see anyone else beside them, I probably would be happy because I have my tribe. And yeah, find your tribe, get out there and meet like-minded people. Yeah, like I said, this VG uh, is called the, the five people, the four people live here in this apartment. Just all hustlers, all have the passion and they motivate each other, all are vegan, of course. And yeah, it's just the best way to go and I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, another thing I want to like talk about nutrition, of course, protein. Like how much grams of protein do you consume? I mean, you're bulking right now, so you're padding, uh, putting on muscle mass and uh, weight, basically. Yeah. Um, so what's your strategy there? Like how much protein uh, do you consume? Do you use protein powder? I mean, you said that, of course. Mm -hmm. like, do you use BCAAs? What's maybe... I mean, we don't want to get too much into the topic, yeah. but what's your opinion on leucine maybe? Mm -hmm. Like the amino acid that um, triggers muscle protein synthesis, basically. Um, yeah, just tell me like quickly, maybe listeners can learn from your um, approach on protein. And yeah. Yeah. I try to keep it simple. I'm doing a lean bulk. I don't think dirty bulking is so great because <laughs> dirty bulking means like you eat crazy much. You also add muscle, but you also add lots of fat, which you have to diet down at some point if exactly. you want to have a good physique. So I'm doing a lean bulk, which means that I'm only in a slight caloric plus, that I'm only adding minimum fat while getting all the muscle growth through to the um, protein, uh, through to the um, little caloric plus. Uh, so um, by eating in a caloric plus you already have lots of protein if you're eating a whole food plant-based diet and of course I look for some foods that have extra more protein that I get around as, as I said 1.5 gram per kilogram body weight mm -hmm. and this is already so much protein if you're a normal person then you should consume 0.8 grams per kilogram body weight and this 0.8 has already a big big puffer that you make sure that you have enough protein. I mean, there isn't a, a word for protein deficiency. I mean, there is a word, but no one has it because that's why no one knows this word because it doesn't exist. I mean, so many people have a fiber deficiency, but so little have, no one has a protein deficiency. So don't yeah. worry about protein for health. Not at all. You got it. But if you want to build muscle, it's wisely to have a little bit more. That's why I think 1.5 is totally enough for me. And, uh, I don't see only if you're cutting a benefit of eating more because it would um, I would limit my other food consumption like fruits and some vegetables. They are not high in protein, but they're super and extremely healthy and I want to eat them in the same amounts I'm used to. So I'm keeping around 1.5 gram. That works really good for me. Mm -hmm. And some good staples are tofu. I love tofu and it has a super good amino acid profile. Uh, some seeds are super great like hemp seeds I love hemp seeds chia seeds sometimes but you don't need them they're optional they're kind of expensive I also love them because they have a super good omega-3 ratio mm -hmm. and uh, so I also cover my omega-3 and um, I have protein powder not because I need it but because I like the flavor they're flavored 
and um, when you put it in your smoothie a little bit or in your porridge or in your muesli it just tastes fantastic <laughs> or your pancakes and yes. you get extra protein but uh, they are absolutely no necessary and I had a long time where I didn't took any protein powder at all but now yeah I got sent some and they're lasting long because I only use a little I never drink protein shakes really mm-hmm. I consume BCAAs right now only for the leucine because uh, and I'm just trying as, as a experience for myself to um, because studies have shown that if you hit 3.2 to 4 gram leucine per meal depends on how much you weigh mm-hmm. so for me it would be 4 gram about then your protein synthesis will be optimally activated and protein synthesis ma- means you're building muscle so I want to get all the benefits and leucine is small in a whole food blend based diets but it's a good thing because it's uh, yeah also related to diseases because it triggers uh, GF1 factor, so this growth factor, which doesn't only grow your muscle but also your cancer cells. And it's very unhealthy for people who eat a lot of animal products because they got a lot of cancer cells in them and then it triggers to grow even more. So I would keep your loisin down. But if you want to build muscle, then, and you're vegan, it's maybe wisely to drink loisin or BCAAs, but... I wouldn't recommend it now because I'm just starting this experiment for myself. Want to yes. see it, want to get more research and know that, wow, I'm taking Lucene now and make all those gains and don't need to do gym <laughs> anymore. No, Lucene maybe makes 2-3% the maximum. Yeah. That yeah. The big, big thing is train right, eat right, sleep right, no stress. This makes out 95 or even more percent of your results. So, And when you're a beginner, this makes probably 100% exactly. of your results. So that's a little extra so I wouldn't worry too much about lysine and yeah maybe if you're at a level you're advanced and you're looking for something maybe that can improve it even more but it's definitely not necessary but uh, I as I said I just looked into it so I don't want to give any recommendations about keep it simple back to the roots a whole food plant-based diet sleeping well having little stress is so much more important that is a much bigger factor so focus on these things and yeah yeah that's the thing I get messages from people like how much fat do I have to consume like uh, how much uh, arginine another amino acid do I have to consume to build a lot of muscle like the basic stuff imagine like a pyramid like the first basic point is always calories in versus calories out like what's your goal if you want to build muscle mostly you have to be in a caloric surplus I mean beginners also can or people that didn't train for a long time can also build muscle while losing fat but yeah, that's the most important part. Calories first, like if you want to build muscle, eat more than you burn. The second part would be the macronutrients, the carbs, the fats, the protein, of course, to build muscle. Then comes protein timing and the micro- micronutrients and the, the leucine. That's just like, if you get the basics down, you should be fine and should make 80% of your gains, I would say. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, I'm no expert on leucine either. I'm trying myself um, also, I too. And yeah, and of course, don't forget to train because if you're just in a caloric surplus, then you're just yeah, exactly. getting fat and don't gain yeah. muscle. Like good <laughs> training and nutrition, yes, equally on the lowest part of the pyramid. Train proper and eat proper. Yeah, that's a good way to dive into um, a category I thought of, like the hot seat. I I, um, I tell you like quick questions that from like maybe controversial topics uh, in the vegan uh, industry and you just I mean you can talk about it however long you want but like a hot seat just a quick question quick answer sure. and uh, yeah let's start into it okay let's talk about or what's your opinion on soy and how much uh, soy do you consume a day I eat it every day please eat it every day and it's so healthy and all that, that it's not healthy this is man, uh, manipulated by the meat industry because soy is a direct uh, threat to the meat and dairy industry because why should I take milk when I can have soy milk? Why should I take this beef when I have, can have the soy exactly. product and, or fake meat which is bad out of soy? So the meat um, um, revenue really decreased and so they came out with this big, really hundreds of studies that show that soy is bad for you, but they're so manipulated. If you just take a second look at these studies, you see their, their concept is, is, is completely... Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> what people are most afraid of is the, the phytoestrogen in yes. soy, but phytoestrogen are 100 to 10 
100 to 10,000 times weaker than estrogen. The, and estrogen, where they found, they found in animal products, exactly. mostly in, in, um, in dairy and in meat. Yeah. So uh, when you want to avoid estrogen, when you want to avoid the real sexual hormone, then avoid animal products. And phytoestrogen and soy are even good for you because they block your estrogen receptors. Mm -hmm. So the active sexual hormone can't dock into, into the receptor because the phytoestrogen of soy blocks it. And as I said, they're so weak. You have to eat so crazy amounts. What no one would do, studies yeah. show 9 to 12 servings a day. Who eats 9 to 12 servings a day? I, no, probably only a little eats, like I say, two tofu blocks a day and soy milk. That's already a lot. And it's just three or four servings. That you, you never come to this high amount that it will come. And if, then lower your soy consumption, of course. But eat it every day. It's a legume. It's super healthy. And it's a big variety that you have, um, like other products, like uh, the, the meat industry, you can have a replacement for milk, you can have a replacement for meat and so on. And I just love tofu by itself. So I eat it every day. And of course, not too much, not because it would be unhealthy, but that I don't, because I still want the other benefits. I want the other benefits exactly. of fruits. I want yeah. the other benefits of dark leafy greens. So I eat, yeah, one, two, three servings a day of soy and eat it every day. And it has an awesome amino acid profile. So eat your soy. Don't believe the nonsense. <laughs> Check out my info chart on soy where I really rent hard. <laughs> Backed up with all the signs. What I want to add there, just quickly, like soy protein isolate, the, the protein powder gets um, sold basically. I think that's a bit more um, dangerous, I would say, because Mike Greger also did a video on that and an article, and he said that um, soy protein isolate um, like also boosts IGF-1, like, and IGF-1 maybe boosts cancer growth, but um, I don't consume any soy protein like isolated at all. So I would say there be a bit more careful and maybe choose like pea or rice protein. In my opinion, it's a better choice. But like he said. If you stay in a good range over the day, of course, not drink like two packets of soy milk a day. Even um, that would be under the <laughs> 9 to 12, but yeah. But yeah, like variety, variety is more important in my opinion, like legumes and nuts and seeds and soy all come together in a good way. And um, yeah, I mean, that was not a quick answer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it's just an interesting it's, it's, topic. No, it's, it's an important topic because yes. so many people are so afraid of soy exactly. and they're missing out of all the health benefits. The, when you look at the bond of... Studies showed what, what soy can do for people. People think, oh, it's bad for breast cancer. No, the opposite is true. It helps so much with breast cancer. And all the dairy, that's so unhealthy for you. People are so early in puberty with 12 years already because they're getting all these hormones. And if you eat phytoestrogen, like in soy, you're, you're, you're blocking all these active hormones, this estrogen. So eat your soy. It's so extremely healthy and have a good balance. Yeah, sorry, that was a long answer. <laughs> no, it's just so interesting, interesting topic. I, I read about it so long as well. And yeah, the next um, food, basically, what's your opinion on saitan? Uh, hard, or, or wheat protein in general, maybe. <laughs> Saitan, it's hard to get, man. It's I, I can't find it in the store. Really? Yeah, where, where do you buy it? I, I buy it in uh, Kaufland. Really? They have like powder. And yeah, the powder. Just make it yourself. Oh, they have powder. Yeah. Okay. I I I, made it, I made it myself once. Yeah. And but it's you know I like it easy and it takes a little while because mm. first you have to cook it and then. Yeah, it tastes basically like nothing if you don't flavor it or true, anything. True. But it's crazy high in protein. Yes. But um, yeah, I would eat it more if it would be more convenient. Like if you can buy it in a block like um, tofu. And I know it already exists in the US and will come here in Germany as well. And then I would eat it more often. But yeah, Saitan is great. Okay, nice. Um, what's your opinion on sugar, like industry sugar and vegan treats in general? Like, Do you eat chocolate or do you eat ice cream or do you eat candy in general like yeah what's your opinion on that sugar is not healthy but it's not the problem sugar doesn't cause diabetes like lots of people think but sugar is just empty calories i don't eat too much sugar because i then i don't have these calories anymore for healthy food but if you're eating a lot of healthy food sure add some sugar in add something in that you like but only in little moderation like i have this Uh, dark chocolate corn waffles where's a little dark chocolate and i love them as a treat one and i'm fine and i'm feeling so good and uh eat it in moderation sugar is not a problem but eat yeah it, it if you eating sugar you could instead eat something more healthy 
Um, so keep it little that you that it makes you satisfied, like a little snack at the end. But I have it rarely. I don't have table sugar at home. I have a few treats, but not because I bought them, because my mom gave them to me. Okay. So I, I usually don't buy any candy because if you yeah. don't have it at home, you're yeah you're safe. <laughs> It's crazy because. Like before going vegan and building muscle on a like meat-based diet, I ate so much Ben Jerry's. I ate so much like all the all the crap sugary foods because I wanted to hit my calories. And now on a vegan diet, like you automatically can't eat those foods and you don't want them anymore. Like you eat the fruit, you feel so good. And sugar is a real addiction. Yeah. People are hooked on it, but if you break this addiction, then your your tongue changes and exactly. all on a sudden fruit is like the best candy fruit is for me fast food because you peel the banana done it's so fast and it tastes freaking delicious like a watermelon it's so rich in mm -hmm. in, in sweetness yes. and you can make the best candy healthy by uh, just blend ripe bananas with some cacao with some mature dates and make Tasty. this chocolate mousse and What are you missing? You can eat ton of it. It's super healthy, and you can eat it with a good conscience, and it, it, it tastes better than candy. I think so. No need for this chunk. No need to support this industry. Yeah, but for people that are like not that extreme and maybe need the treat, I would say yeah, like sure, 85 to 90 percent, or like, like, like let's say 80 to 90 percent should be clean, and 10 to 20 percent you can eat as treats. There's no problem yeah. with that, and it actually helps you. Like stay on the diet if you're on a yeah. diet. You're not going crazy because oh I haven't eaten sugar and like because if you d stop eating sugar like completely the industry sugar like your body really reacts fast. I mean it, of course it depends if you ate a lot of sugar before. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's n not bad. Like not really, really, really bad. But you're just missing out on unhealthy exactly. stuff. And like Michael Craig said, eat sugar if it helps you eating more healthy stuff. Like. When you love broccoli with a little sugar, then eat it with a little sugar when it helps you eat the broccoli because the benefit is much bigger. And like when I was hiking, I ate a whole package of these chocolate corn waffles because it was in a big caloric deficit and I yes. just craved them. <laughs> and so, so be it, but I could make it up with other calories because I could eat a lot because I was in a caloric deficit to eat healthy stuff. So yeah, we, they, these are not short answers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's interesting. Very interesting. So another um, question, what's your opinion um, or how do you consume or do you consume any caffeine? Yeah, um, I do, but I, I go to natural sources. I like um, from plants like um, green tea because it also has so many health benefits like crazy high antioxidant level. That's true. Uh, yerba mate these are my, and matcha because there you have a crazy benefit because you eat the whole leaf because like green tea... You only get what extracts into the water. It's like putting putting a carrot into water and drinking the water and throw away the carrot and you have a little bit of the carrot carotene in the water. Mm -hmm. And but if you eat matcha, then you have to eating the whole plant. Like you have so many health benefits and it gives me this good boost of energy. I just personally don't like the feeling of coffee. You can drink coffee if you like. It's not like smoking or so. It's not super bad. Also, it's antioxidants. Not as much as green tea so if you want optimum health benefits then drink like plants like green tea but it really helps me to boost my training it's they even put uh, caffeine on the anabolic steroid list uh, when yeah, it came true. out because true. it boosted the performance so much and it's true when i when i when i drink my yerba mate and green tea i want to move and when i'm like tired and the training performance i would say 20 or so so and i i say don't go, go, get hooked on it that's why i only consume caffeine before the training that's why it really works hard on me because when i consume it all the time i get used to it and yes. then i need it true. to just be to just get through days so don't get addictive and use it for your advantage before liberty before you work out i mean it's very nice The so next question: What? Who's your favorite vegan bodybuilder, or like, do you have two vegan bodybuilders? I don't know. Like, I, I really dig John Venus. I just love his lifestyle, and he's so authentic, and he's just a role model of me. He with his girlfriend, and I, I, I can just relate to him a lot. And um, Misha Janets, he's recently vegan, so yes. I can count him. I followed him for a very long time, and. I really honor his opinion and also like his lifestyle and he's a role model because I want to live this lifestyle. I want to start traveling the world like he does in the next years and I love that he shows me the world. 
and um, a guy I recently discovered is called James Aspey. Mm-hmm. He's a, a vegan activist in the in the animal uh, animal activist, mm-hmm. and he has so many talks on. He he went silent for one year. He pledged a vouch of silence that he didn't talk for one year for the voice Crazy. of animals, and he got so much attention through it, and now it's big on social media. Yes, and he has so many talks. Uh, activism talks where he stands on the street with other activists and just as a conversation with other people and his talking skills are so good because my skills on nutrition and training they're good and I can I can talk with people about it convince them but on animals I'm not so on the point and he's now my role model because I want to get better in this direction too and speak like he does he's not aggressive not anything he just uses common sense and and yeah that's just the best way to go just the positive vibes I don't also. I also don't really like. I mean, the message, of course, is awesome from Vegan Gains. Everyone knows Vegan Gains, the YouTuber. I like his message, but I think he's a bit too negative for me. I think he's a bit too crazy negative. I don't really like his vibes. I think the positive vibes is better. Like, just do your thing. Like, share it and yeah. just with common sense. But I really like to him too people. because often he speaks out what my head thinks. Often I think, okay, like. Yeah. <laughs> like because they're they're consuming so much animal products and they're promoting it and they're probably even fake natties and making money yeah. out of this and 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 then he says I hope you die and, <laughs> and my thing is like yeah but yeah you're, you're right it's it's negativity negativity attracts negativity so but uh, we need a vegan gains in the movement because he polarizes and um, gets so much attention and. It's okay. It's yeah. It's uh, controversial his stuff, but it's for a good cause. So, but that's also not my way to spread veganism. Positive is so much better because the feedback, his comments. Oh my god! If I get these comments, I would exactly. be miserable for me. <laughs> and if you're spreading it through positive vibes, I mean, you get some dumb comments, but you get so much positivity back. What you put out is what you get back. That's a universal law. Nice, nice way to end it. Just the last question, like. What's one thing that veganism has changed that you wouldn't have thought like about your life? Everything. <laughs> it's it's just my uh, my dream life I'm having right now. I I thought oh I never would find a girlfriend no, no, no. Yeah. and now I have my dream girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, I want these nice friends living together and now I have this cool apartment here. Perfect. Oh, I want this environment. I'm doing what I love. Want to train. Want to reach people. And now I'm doing this. So everything. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> so thank you for coming on on the episode. It was amazing to talk with you, to discuss with you. And I want to share takeaways from this episode, but it was just too much to really talk about. So Listen maybe I leave, I leave it in the show notes. I leave it in the show notes and you can check it out. Also check him out, of course, on Instagram. He's going crazy. Like I said, a lot of knowledge and a lot of good uh, vegan food also. Like he has two accounts. He has Vegan Strength where he shares fitness and uh, yeah, vegan fitness and vegan knowledge basically and he has a vegans um, channel where he vegans, vegans food, food. <laughs> where, where I share my food you know exactly and um, yeah also has YouTube podcast I will I will link it below of course and we are on this journey together and we will experience more good trainings and good uh, podcast sessions maybe if you liked it if you liked him Leave me a rating and uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Do you have any last words to say? No, that was an honor to be here. Give him a review on iTunes and write your question in the comment. And yeah, we will answer this question and help this podcast growing because these reviews on iTunes are so important to rank this podcast better. So please take the time. It takes literally two minutes and it helps this podcast a lot. So do it right now. Now the podcast (laughs) is over and you do it now. And then you check out the show notes. Peace out. Yes, thank you for checking out the episode. Thank you for listening to it for 55 minutes. If you made it through, I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I hope you got some value out of it. We had a lot of fun just to talk. I mean, there's so many interesting topics to talk about. Like, we could go on for two or three more hours, I would say. But thank you for listening. And like he said, please leave a review. It really helps the podcast grow. If you like the episode, leave a review on iTunes and let me know what you thought. If it's one star, tell me if the audio or something, if you didn't like it. If it's five stars, would be even better. Thank you so much and we hear us in the next episode. Bye-bye.